0: Welcome to the Story of God podcast, where each episode helps everyday men and women see how they fit into the grand
1: narrative of God's redemptive plan. Here's Ezra and Janine. Do we take the Great Commission seriously? That's the question as we look at the last chapter of Matthew today.
0: It's a big question, and one that's a personal question, I guess, because, yeah, I mean, makes me think.
1: Yeah. Every time I come up to this question, um, it makes me want to take a step back and kind of rearrange my life, actually.
0: Yeah. Matthew 28, last chapter of the book of Matthew. Here we go. (music) Now, after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. So Matthew 28, we have the story of the resurrection. And by the way, I just want to mention, if you want to understand the weight of the resurrection and and the power of the resurrection, I just encourage you in connection with this passage to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Powerful passage, and the Apostle Paul just outlines why the resurrection is so powerful and why it means so much to christians today because it's on the resurrection that our hope is placed
1: yeah he talks about i am of all men to be pitied if it's not true
0: yeah we're to be laughed at yeah christians should be laughed at if the resurrection isn't a reality
1: yeah and you think about it it's what gives us life and hope as it is it's the reason we live So (laughs) you
0: start, yeah, you start with the resurrection and you work out from there. I mean, there's lots of things, whether it's in scripture or we have different ideas, things that we disagree on, but the resurrection is where it all starts. That's the foundation. If you're not on the same page there, then everything goes awry. But it, it, when you encounter someone who believes in a resurrection, resurrected Jesus and has a relationship with a resurrected Jesus, that's the point of connection that is stronger than any other point of connection, whether it's politically, uh, sports, education, that you might have with someone who doesn't have that reality in their lives.
1: And unfortunately, that doesn't often play out truly. I mean, it's true, but it's not often how we live our lives. We
0: don't look at it as the highest point of connection with others sometimes.
1: Yeah, and it is. It's the absolutely most important thing. Um, I mean, the Bible even says it, <laughs> but a lot of times we think of, well, that's my walk with Christ. And then these are all the other parts of my life, um, that I connect with other people on. But this, this brings me to, to our original question of the great commission.
0: Well, just before we get there real, real quick, I, I just want to take one point on the resurrection, uh, before we get to the great commission, mm-hmm. if you're someone that you've kind of struggled with your faith and you're not quite sure what to do, there's different authors and here's what I would say. There's different, not every author is the right author for the right person. <laughs> Everyone connects with people differently. Mm-hmm. So some might connect with someone like Josh McDowell, who's wrote on on uh, the power of the resurrection. Others might connect with maybe more of a Lee Strobel, um, where he kind of builds a case for the resurrection. But mm-hmm. others might go with more of like an N.T. Wright, who writes on the power of the Son of God and, and resurrecting from the dead. Uh, there's lots of different Authors, writers that have written on this. And so, because this is such a central point of the Christian faith, if you're someone where you're not really settled on this and and the reality of this and and how it plays into your life, I would just encourage you to read widely on this subject. So, side note.
1: That's good. No, that's really good. Is that worth saying? Oh, absolutely. Because that is, it's the founding point of everything else. So, you do need to have a strong base um, starting with that. So,
0: Okay. Very Great commission. Go. What were you going to say? Great
1: commission. <laughs> uh, I was going to say that um, I think sometimes, uh, you got to stick with me here, but I think sometimes because we we don't put things like the resurrection as the highest point of connection with other people or, um, you know, that's not, honestly, how we live out our lives, that that's the most important thing. We also don't follow the great commission because, um, often I hear people, they put things like politics. Um, they put things like, uh, lifestyle choices, value systems. We have all these fun words that people like to use now. Um, deconstruction, throw that in there too. Yeah. <laughs> um, we use all of these words to, to talk about, oh, well, this is where I'm at in my life. This is my journey. This is the road I'm on. And those things are important and it's good to know and figure those things out too. But because we're not basing how we live out our daily life based on the resurrection, then the most important thing to us is not making disciples and baptizing them and sharing the truth of God. The most important thing to us is making sure the right person gets in office or making our point on Facebook or all of these different things. And, you know, I was listening to a podcast the other day um, from another Christian and he was saying, why are Christians so mean? Hmm. And his voice was just like,
0: Did did he have a mean voice when he said it?
1: No, he had an exasperated (laughs) voice. Like, why are Christians so mean? Yeah. Because they're not basing their daily life on the resurrection.
0: Yeah. Well, the resurrection gives us confidence. And the fruit of someone who's anxious, frustrated with life is a lack of confidence. Mm. And so they take that out on other people. But I love your point about the connection between the resurrection and the Great Commission. If you try to fulfill the Great Commission and without the power of the resurrection um, changing your life
1: mm-hmm.
0: on a daily basis, then you're going to end up just working for God.
1: Mm-hmm. And you're
0: going to be out there doing all this stuff in your own energy and, and trying to to save people uh, in, in your own power. But when mm-hmm. the resurrection has has so thoroughly changed you. I just I I don't know even how the best way to emphasize that, but when it's it's so become a part of you that it's the realest thing about you. I guess that's the best way I could put it. Mm-hmm. It's the realest thing about you that I believe our relationships with God, relationship with God should should be, well, as I just said, the realest thing about mm-hmm. us. It should be more real than my relationship with you. Mm-hmm. My relationship with other friends. That that is the deepest relationship in our lives. And I, I think it's hard sometimes for people to think that way, but that's how we should live.
1: When I don't, I think it's not only just about you're trying to do it in your own power, but you're also trying to, in a sense, create people in your own image. When you're not all about the resurrection, then you want people to look like you, you want people to um, vote like you, you want people to, um, live like you, all these different things become their salvation. Their salvation is a resurrection. Their salvation is Jesus. And Jesus is the one who will work in their hearts and work in their lives. And I think sometimes we make the Great Commission about (laughs) making puppets almost. Yeah.
0: And one of the interesting parts of the Great Commission that has always stood out to me is that God knows that the people that are commissioned to take the great commission are fallible people. Mm-hmm. Take Peter. We talked about him, you know, in a previous episode and all the points he failed in the past, but then he would fail in the future as well. And so God takes fallible people and says, Hey, here, you take this stamp of being a Christ follower of being a Jesus person, or a Christian as what we would call him a believer. And, and you are going to be the means that I share my news with the world. And the reason that this is so interesting to me is so many times Christians, I think, struggle with the branding side of things that we think, oh, you know, well, man, could I, well, if someone, um, I just don't want them saying the wrong thing to her our brand. And so a lot of Christians will worry about, okay, should I have this, you know, should I be associated with this person or, or that person? And there's a time and a place for that. And I don't want to just dismiss that altogether. We need to be smart. But I also realize that that, Christ has given, again, fallible people that he knows will make mistakes. Mm -hmm. He's allowed them to be the means by which the greatest message ever told will be shared with the nations. And so that kind of speaks to some of the pettiness that sometimes the tribalism that we are tempted to face sometimes and Mm -hmm. and just realize, man, Mm -hmm. that stuff's so petty. We don't need to have time for that, that we serve a God who's so, so much bigger.
1: And on the flip side can use us in our in our um fallenness and in our um humanness and you can some, use Peter's. <laughs> I know. Well and sometimes I have caught myself not saying you know, and I I used to kind of live in this like and I I definitely believe in witnessing and being a light wherever you are, whatever you're doing. But I think I used to always feel like it was like this if I don't say the perfect thing to this cashier while I'm checking out, they might never know Jesus, yep. and and that's not necessarily the Great Commission. You know, it's also talking about making disciples. That takes time and a relationship with someone and all of those things. But I think sometimes also we can be so worried about saying the wrong thing that we don't say anything, mm. and, and we don't speak anything into people's life. And I was speaking to a friend of mine that's not a Christian. A few weeks ago. And I just, I was praying while I was talking. I was like, I just want her to know most of all that I love Jesus and I love her and Jesus loves her. And so I just, when we were talking, I said, I, I don't think I can go wrong in talking about Christ's love yeah, and who he is. Yeah. And, and I think that's something, you know, <laughs> we can tell people God loves them if nothing else we can open up a conversation to someone by letting them know that God loves them. And, and sometimes that's a good starting place, I think for then sharing more about the Christian walk with them.
0: Well, it's the whole thing going back to the, you know, the spirit of the, the great commission, the great commission and the spirit of the great commandment. So go out into all the world, mm-hmm. preach the gospel, but do that in the spirit of the great commandment, which is, um, Love God, love our heart and soul, mind strength, <laughs> love our neighbor as ourselves. So we, we let the, that be the motivating factor for the ways that, that we live. And so again, just wrapping this all up, story of God, God invites us to be part of his story by taking his truth Um, his person to the nations that we have the opportunity to uh, proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ and what an opportunity that is that we're invited to participate in today. And sometimes maybe we think of it as a burden, but we shouldn't, we shouldn't, that it is, it is an incredible opportunity that each of us, each of us have. So share someone uh, share with someone today the, the hope that Christ has given you, maybe it's through a text through a kind word. I don't know how, but but find one practical way to uh, share all that Christ has done for you, even if it's just a sentence or two. And through doing this, put your faith into action. Thank you for listening to the Story of God podcast. For more info on this program, or to access other resources that will help you turn Sunday belief into Monday action, please visit themondaychristian.com. That's the MondayChristian.com.